Hey guys, Tony with the Still Recording Podcast. I'm real sorry about the delay in this particular episode, but nevertheless, it is here and it is ready for your listening ears and your listening pleasure. That sounds weird. Just just enjoy. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. No, it's okay because I just got 20 more likes. What do you mean you're evicting me? So a couple of updates. Um, I finally got new internet. So I'm yay. no yay. So I don't have to worry about piggybacking off of my landlord's internet, which I will say very courteous of him to include that into the rent, mind you. But it is, you know, it's kind of kind of on the slow slide. Uh, slow slide. Wow. Uh, kind of on the slow side. Um, download was was decent, but upload was just horrendous. It was like five, maybe six, mostly five. Sometimes. So what do you have now? Well, now that I'm going directly through Xfinity with their XFi system, um, I have a ton down, which is great, like 110 down sometimes, which is nice. And then my up is between 8 to 10. And because okay. it's cable, you know, cable kind of piggybacks off of other people that are using cable simultaneously, and there's that whole thing. Um, so my up is, uh, you know, it's 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 a whole fluctuating thing. But... Um, mm. It is much, much better. And now I have full control over my own internets. And you know how and I hey, feel. you can get the Hue lights now. So I, mm, I the, finally, like, mm, I, all mm, of the conversation uh, that we had. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, so here's the thing. I would say yes to that if I hadn't figured out how to properly set scenes with the yee lights and i finally properly figured out how to set scenes with the yee lights and now i can say things like set game time or set sexy time and yes i have a setting for sexy time don't ask um and set you know normal time and things like that i have properly set that up and it's making me feel less and less of a, of uh, of the necessity to move over to the, I, I would argue the the first major brand to, uh, to 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 lead the charge in the smart lighting, uh, mm-hmm. for for smart home. But no, now that I now now that I've uh, properly set up the Yi light, I'm very very happy. Which I I would argue I I just had to do a little bit more research and not. You know, and not just land on the first article that I came across. I, I I did a little bit more, came across one that made a lot more sense, and within about five minutes, things were kosher. Things were a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So happy with that, and I do want to to say you were right. I was wrong. Um. That the uh, that Daft Punk did come up with that song. Way before Kanye West used it for his song "Stronger," <laughs> so clearly, um, you are so much more knowledgeable in music than I am. So I relinquish that title to you. Ooh, I'll take it. I'll take that win. <laughs> Have you looked at uh, how much integration between uh, the Yi lights and Philips Hue there is? Because sometimes those things will work together. Um, I have not seeing if there's any kind of pseudo integration. So you're saying that if I were to buy Philips Hue, it would work alongside with Ye Lights and I could have one scene and that one scene would carry over between two ecosystems? Yeah. Okay. Well the question then would be like, did you set the scene through Ye Lights or yes. did you set the scene through Alexa or no. you, like what what is how do you activate the scene through through ye light ye light has its own app you set it through ye light and then you activate the scene on Google and then whatever the wake word is whatever the scene name is then Google will recognize that uh, cross reference that with whatever scenes have been pri- uh, previously set up um, in your smart lighting application. In mm. in my case, it's it's Yee Light, and then Bob's your uncle. There you go. So I don't think I would I would be able to do that with Yee Light, um, but I won't know until I decide to get Philips. There's there's only two other things that I want to get, and that would be those LED strips. 
So I want to get LED strips to put behind my computer, to put okay. behind my TV in the living room, mm -hmm. and then possibly somehow integrate it behind me. So when I'm using the webcam from my computer for like uh, video podcasts and things like that, they don't just see a blank wall behind me. They see a wall with some design, some sort of like decor um, as well as like uh, like lights coming out from uh, floating shelves or something like that, but I'm not I'm not quite sure. Ooh, you could go with like the nano leafs. I was thinking about the nano leafs, um, but those are very expensive for you know not a lot of modular components that come in the starter kit. I thought it came with like nine. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it it, it might be good enough for your basic design. Uh, but I saw some, I, I'm basing it off of some really nice designs that I've seen online that other people have invested into. And, oh, it's like, and they need like 13 to 25 of them, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I could totally go all out, but then I would have no gas money for two months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I think my next uh, smart home purchase is I'm going to save up and get the kit for them because there's a design I want. And I think it takes 10 or 12 or something like that. It takes quite a few, but I really want to make it. Well, when you do get it, make sure you send us a uh, a photo so then we can put it in the show notes so people can see what, what it looks like. As well, uh, along with your address and your social security number. Make sure we get all that stuff out there so oh, everyone yes. knows and what you're into and what is what you're made of. And mother's maiden name, right? Well, that goes without saying, but sure. So the other day I was hanging out with my brother and he was playing a game on his phone. And after he got defeated on the game, the game was like, hey, uh, you can wait you know, ever so long to play again or you can watch an ad and get an, an extra life. Right. And I've seen this before in games. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, and then it said, hey, you could subscribe to us, like a paid subscription to our services, and you'll get unlimited lives and a couple other little gems and all these, you know, stupid in-game items. Okay. Um, and I say stupid because they were asking for uh, seven ninety nine A month. A week. A week? Okay, a week. hold on here. Slow your roll. <laughs> What game was this? A uh, week. Do you want to? I, I, I couldn't want... remember the name. Oh my but I god! I was genuinely appalled. That like, okay? So that's what? eight times. That's thirty-two dollars a month. So that's over a dollar a day. I mean, considering other games that have like monthly subscriptions, the only other game that I know that has like a monthly subscription, it's a, it's. Also, like twenty dollars a month, twenty five dollars a month, but it's a PC. Mm. It's a PC game, and and there's like you know, so much more that you that you get from it. But I can't imagine a mobile game. I guess the only reason why, well, maybe not the only reason why, but I guess it's like, hey, if you didn't like it, that was only seven ninety nine for that week. It's not like you gave us $32 up front for a whole month. It's only 7 it's only 7 $8. What's 7 $8 between friends? <laughs> That's the only <laughs> thing friends. That's the only okay. thing I can think of. I mean aside from keeping up the the cost for the servers and this and that, I get it. I get it. I get the freemium angles. I'm I I'm not a huge fan of it. But, you know, that that's how you introduce people to your games. And, you know, that's why it works so well with games like Fortnite and, and whatnot. But at least with Fortnite, you're not in addition to paying for all the all the in-game cosmetics and all, all, all the uh, emotes and whatnot. You're not paying Dude. an additional, you know, monthly monthly charge for that. But even Fortnite, I, I would agree that it, it's worth it. But like a mobile game of that, like it's got to be one of the best mobile games on the market. I'm sorry. Other, if it's not, then they're just splitting hairs. They're just trying. Dude, no, it's it. It was a. Well, I would define as cheap mobile game. Like it was just like a slide your character around and avoid the spike traps and eventually try to get the the win right you know there's nothing there's no meat and potatoes to the game this wasn't like skyrim or some big 
thought out game. This was very much just a cash grab. And can I tell you, like, I kind of thinking like these kind of things should be maybe a little more regulated, like maybe not illegal, but at least regulated in some way of like, hey, you're paying for practically nothing. Okay, so like giving... would, what what body would regulate it then? Um, would it have to I be like the store that it's coming through, like the iOS App Store or the uh, Google Play Store, and they would have something their own rules? Hmm. It's it, it just it needs something, dude, because it is ridiculous. This was your cousin, right? Brother. Brother, I apologize. Your brother's not subscribing to the services no no i i made triple sure okay you're not right no but but you're not right no okay but but seriously though like you're not quentin yes yes i i know i'm just i'm just looking out for you man (laughs) (laughs) yes because if you were i would literally vomit If you were, I'd grab your phone and throw it but, out the door. But really, like, these kind of things, I feel fire. like, should be some sort of, inf- uh, like, lockdown. Like, this is this is just a straight-up scam. That's all this is. Well, sure. Um, so, when, when it comes to, like, for example, the stores, they did have, like, policy changes um, when it came to, like, in-app purchasing, especially when, you know... Parents would look at their credit card bill and they're like, why did I spend $300 in this Smurf Village game when I barely play it? <laughs> Do you remember that back in like 2010 when everyone everyone was playing that Smurf Village game? You make your own Smurf Village and like kids would just uh, keep... Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've heard the story because it's it, it this can be uh, associate, associated with any other game that is like popular and has in-game currency but you know people were like looking at their credit card bills a month later like what is this three hundred dollar four hundred dollar charge for for smurf coins or whatever they were called and it's like oh okay Swings. yeah right was well, like okay so uh apple isn't going to you know refund your money but what apple did eventually was essentially say okay we're going to make it a lot better uh, for people who um, who who have these uh, credit cards on file, so we're going to make it better, so it's it's less likely that uh, that it will be spent willy nilly. So they did do something there, but there was no regulation over what you're actually buying, and that's mm. the other thing. So like well, when you're saying that these bodies, like the the re- respective stores, the Amazon app store for for amazon you know fire kindle fires and things like that i mean uh, or google play store so they they would have to come up with their own rules and then what you know let's just say for argument's sake one company um has better rules over the other and and they you know and and some of these like fly by night i just made an app in my basement just to make some extra money We'll just, you know, go to that one company and not support the other. I mean, then then we kind of go back to the Android versus iOS thing because of app selection. Yeah, but then you could also have the argument of like, well, our store is cleaner. It doesn't have as much junk on it. You won't have apps that are trying to scam you on our store. Okay. No, I'll, I buy that. You would? Great. It's seven ninety nine a month. <laughs> No, I buy your reasoning. You're being very reasonable. <laughs> I ain't giving you money. I barely got enough for myself. Can't buy yeah, anything. No, I just, for, I just for... feel like it's it. Uh, it preys on the weak. Yeah, and not everyone is you know an expert on computers and stuff. And it, arguably, you need to be a little bit more. But then again, we had that same argument when cars first came along, and people aren't. I'm not an expert on cars, and yet I drive one every day. Right, and you know, but you do know the basics, and that's the thing. Like, not enough people are willing to like learn the basics, and I think some people feel like, oh yeah, no, I trust this company because they're, you know, they're uh, a big company, and they're they're not looking to get in trouble, so they're not they're they're not gonna try and scam me out eight dollars a week for nothing. They're 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 definitely gonna give me something that's worth my time. It's like I don't know about that. 
Sprint is suing AT&T. Uh, <laughs> for what now? <laughs> um, so AT&T for, I, I guess, like the path. Path? I can't talk today. For the past month, maybe a couple of months, they've been using in certain markets um, the, the marketing nomenclature 5GE on certain phones. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. That's so, such a mess. So for those who don't know, uh, you you are more than likely on 4G LTE right now. Uh, and LTE stands for Long-Term Evolution. Um, mm. Back in 2011, 2012 to 2013, I'd say, um, there was this whole debacle whether T-Mobile was really using 4G or not, or they're using HSPA Plus, and it's faster than uh, 3G Edge and, and CDMA, but it's not as fast as your standard 4G. There is a governing body telling you how fast 4G is, and there's this whole thing. Well, we're back in that, <laughs> and now it's not just a, hey, you're, you're, you're not supposed to be doing that. Now it's a whole legal thing, and... Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, so I I don't know the exact specs as as to what uh, what five G is supposed to be because I don't even mm. think we have exact specs for five G just yet. We do know that five G is coming out in like fully in like twenty twenty. We actually should have some five G phones coming out by the likes of Verizon later on this month, which is great. Um, uh, but again, that uh, well, not this month. Sorry, later on this year, which is great. But that's that's not till later on. So until then, we're all on four G. Can we just agree with that? <laughs> but this this five G E within the E stands for evolution. It's like uh, you guys are just pulling at straws here. Come on. Yeah, the, there's nothing behind it other than just a name change, right? Well, there is a little bit of bump, but it's it's as if like I was on. You know, uh, just the standard the the standard uh, internet that I have right now through Comcast, and I were to tell you, actually, I have fiber because I've got the latest and greatest modem and router. It's like, well, it, well yeah, your modem and router they're faster, but your signal's still the same. <laughs> so you're still <laughs> you're still gonna have better, faster communication. You know, bet- between your devices and the modem. And so that kind of handoff is going to be a lot better for you. But if we were to test the actual speed from the junction box to your modem, that's not fiber. Like, well, I'll just call it fiber. But you can't. You can't just call <laughs> it that. That's not how this works. That's not that's how not this how works. Any of this works. Yeah. So I, I, I just found that hilarious because, you know, I thought we did this back in the 4G era, and then AT&T's like, yay, 5GE. Like, no. No, <laughs> no it's not. You know, I saw a bit about this when it first happened. I thought it, like, had come and gone, honestly, which apparently not. But I saw the post. Uh, did you see the Twitter post from T-Mobile? No. That was probably the absolute best thing in the world. Oh, um, I, they, what'd they say? They posted on Twitter. Oh, oh, it's that easy. Uh, give us a second. The next post they had was them sliding an iPhone into frame, and it said, you know, 4G LTE. Slid it back out, and then slid it back into frame with a post-it note over the 4G LTE, and it said 9G. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Like, shots fired. (laughs) That's great. I, I don't know anything about law at all. So if somebody sues somebody... We're not just somebody. If giant billion-dollar companies sue each other, and in this case, AT&T being sued, if AT&T says, okay, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll retract and hustle back our infrastructure so it no longer shows that on people's phones and gives them the wrong idea about how fast their phone is, uh, is Sprint asking for money? It's not a clash action lawsuit, right? So, like... I I guess that's I I've always I've always uh, felt like if you're suing somebody, that's because they're directly affecting you, and you need like money for you know defamation of character, or you need money for like damages and stuff. 
So I, I, I wonder in this regard... Is you know, I could see it. I could see what you're saying, deformation of character or something. Like, you could say they're saying they have better service when really they have the same service. Okay. But then, I mean, by that logic, if if Sprint were to have won, if Sprint wins this battle, which in, in this regard, I think they will, and they need all the winning they can get, to be honest with you. But if they do Ooh, win, ouch. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not opinion. It's just fact. So if they uh, if they do win, then how does that really help them though? Because it's not like the customers that they potentially lost are going to come back and say, "Oh, well, I did only go to AT and T because five G E, but I'm going to come to you guys because you actually have four G." I I don't see that being a thing because you cannot you you can't quantify and give viable evidence saying. This is how many people we've lost to your marketing campaign of 5G. I don't think it's going to be a quantifiable number. I think it's just going to be like a you are lying to customers and uh, losing as potential customers. Okay, but that potentiality needs to have a number or else I don't quite understand what the suing is for. Because again, going back to, okay, if, if it is defamation of character, then fine. But how much money is being lost by us you know, defecating on your character. <laughs> right? Like, that's what, that's what I want to know. Like, if, if the, and again, if someone's out there that's listening, like, Tony, you have this all wrong, I'm willing to learn from this, and I, mm. and I would love to know, but, um, from my understanding, there usually is some sort of, like, payday, and, uh, Sprint, if they're looking for some sort of payout, what are they basing that on? And so that that's the only thing. But I do agree that it is BS what AT&T is doing. And I've actually seen a couple of phones. Uh, some of my friends, it, like it changed on their phone. Like one day it was 4G. The next day it was 5GE. And they're like, look, I got 5G all, all of a sudden. I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> nah, hang on, hang on. No, you didn't. The answer is no. <laughs> do a, like even if you did a speed test and it was like bumped up by like, 20 gigabytes it doesn't or not gigabytes megabytes it doesn't matter like the technology that they're using is still 4g technology like it's it's that's that's not how it works and i know 5g 4g 3 they're just i know they're just marketing terms but if we're actually actually looking at the next generation of mobile connectivity the next generation is going to be using different types of connectivity, different kinds types of cellular towers to have better, stronger, faster connection. Enter Daft Punk, not Kanye West. So I, I think that this is going to be a thing of commonplace by 2022, and it's going to be fine, and this argument will be behind us. But until then, if you don't have 5G... Don't say you do. Last Monday, we were introduced to a brand new, fun-loving video game that, if you haven't heard, is available on all, almost all platforms. Uh, Apex Legends. And it's by the guys from Respawn, the guys who did Titanfall. And I don't know about y'all, but this game is amazing. <laughs> I freaking love it. And I'm not just saying that because my whole gaming clan is saying that. I really, truly enjoy this game. Uh, it's another another Battle Royale game. But it really isn't just like a Me Too Battle Royale game. There's a lot of very unique things in the game that I haven't done with other games. It plays very smoothly. Um, very few glitches, if any. Uh, mostly it's like glitches in the lobby. But actually in-game... It's uh, it's been phenomenal, and you've been killing it, literally. Oh, you've yeah. been doing hella well <laughs> in that game. Holy dang! Yeah, it's um, it's a fun game. They they knocked it out of the park with it, and it's free. That's another big thing. Like that's the crazy thing. It's free, and they have like microtransactions and stuff. But it's the usual like you pay for what you get, right? And you can buy. I've noticed you can buy loot boxes, which I'm. Still kind of like, eh, not a super big fan of, but they don't make you buy loot boxes, though. If you want to earn, you know, the blue camo for the gun, 
you can earn the blue camo for the gun, or you can also try to get it out of loot boxes. But that that's the thing. Like, you're you're not buying the gun. You're buying the cosmetic addition to the gun. So it's not a, right. a play-to-win right. uh, loot box. Um, whereas other games like Battlefront, like, you, you pay for Luke Skywalker, who has a smaller hitbox, and he's faster, and he's going to kill people a lot better. And then I don't want to play Battlefront anymore because there's so many Luke Skywalkers running around. <laughs> so well, that's not a that's not a thing anymore. That that was fixed like over a year ago, honestly. Well, the fact is they had that going. Oh yeah, when they you know, when they launched, when they, they had launched the ability it. of paying to get loot boxes and getting abilities for your uh, characters and. Yeah, that, that right. Was... But all those people still have their characters and they still have their abilities and they're still playing. So when I go and jump in the multiplayer, all these enemies of Luke Skywalker's all like, uh, you know, uh, maxed out. It's like, well, then what's the point of me playing? So that's that's what I like about uh, and I don't mind about loot boxes of, of this nature. It's like, OK, I can clearly see you've spent money or you spent a lot of time in this game and that's fine. But it doesn't necessarily mean, like, there's not a direct correlation that you're going to, you know, kick my butt. You mm. might, you probably will, but it still doesn't lead a direct correlation because you have more money or more money than I do. So there, there's a few things in the game that I do wish. I know they mentioned that there was a new map coming. I'm excited for that. Um, I do hope that there's... Um, more kind of like what they started doing uh, in PUBG and they've done with Fortnite for a while um, is have like seasons or like the daily and weekly challenges. Because I know mm. there's I know there's challenges for like the achievements, the Xbox achievements. I'm, right. I'm, I'm all for that. Um, but to keep it interesting to like not just have the same gameplay, like let, let's all go for the championship you know, have a challenge for you know use a flat line and kill th- kill five guys in one in one round. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I really got to try this one out now, and or you know, uh, use a syringe three times. I mean, easy things like that and hard stuff like you know, using the sniper. I really enjoy that in in PUBG because it forces me to try things that I don't like doing, and thusly potentially forces me to become a better player. Yeah, I could see that. The only argument I'd say uh, with that is it took PUBG like a year to get that. I mean, they were in like pre-release, but it'd be fun. But I'm having fun on the game, so I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> like they already said that they had a roadmap for development and like what else is going to come to the game. Right. So I'm not I'm not too worried about content or anything. I'm curious what the next uh, character is going to be. So I know when the game came out, uh, they actually paid for a lot of the top streamers to come to the respawn studios to try the game out for like eight or nine hours and stream and and have oh yeah that like the the streamer invite only event thing that they had i saw that on twitter yeah shroud was there dr disrespect was there ninja was there and one thing that was that was like really awesome to see is that even after that session was over when all the streamers like went home Days later, they were all still playing the game. It's like, hey, we're not paying you anymore, but if you want to keep playing the game, yeah, you know, you can keep playing the game. They're like, yeah, this game's a lot of fun. Like Ninja was even saying, he's like, I really enjoy this game. So it would did be they pay them to come out, or yes, did they just yes. like pay their way? Or no, they what? paid them to come out. Yeah, it was it was a full sponsor, like full sponsorship, uh, pay out and come out. I mean, they, they they still you know the demo of the game and the them sh- trying out the game, they weren't holding back. They I I feel like they were still very honest about their feelings about the game, mm. uh, especially my point about Ninja. It's like days later when he was no longer on the respawn paycheck. It's like this game's a lot of fun. This is a really good game, and it, that's great to hear from someone of his caliber, who's you know he's very much ingratiated in in the epic Fortnite you know you know kind of uh, ecosystem. That when you think of Ninja, you don't think of battle royale games. You think of Fortnite, but for him to just say, "Yeah, no, it's this is a really good game." I'd like to see if these guys are still playing the game, you know, months later. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like with them, like they've got enough money to not care 
what other people say sure like you, like you sure you, uh we'll give you money and you form your own opinion on our game and they're gonna be like no i will actually form my own opinion and i will tell my honest opinion and you will either you know you'll take that risk you'll take the risk of me liking it or you not using my marketing materials but you're gonna get my honest opinion because i don't I don't need your pay to have an opinion that is beneficial to you money. Yeah, no, I, I can I can definitely see that. I feel like I know, uh, especially Dr. Disrespect, when he's talking about games, different games, he's in character. So I, I, I know it's, it's especially with him, you kind of have to take his opinion uh, with a grain of salt. But even even with that being said, I, I feel like when he does talk about something, in in the positive light, like he he's not doing it out of monetary value. He's he's doing it because he also realizes that the the huge audience that he has that he commands that he doesn't want to just tell them go get this game because I, I because I'm being told to tell you. Like he's he's like when he's talking about something very positive, you really want to hear what he has to say. The negative stuff I think is more of on the uh, trying to be on the comedic side. But when he's really excited about something, um, I, I, I feel like I, I can tell when it's very genuine and less mm. like markety. Like yeah, the, I don't I don't feel like these wow big streamers. Guy. I think that's why they went for the bigger streamers is they don't need the money for, you know, give a uh, we'll give you enough money to pay off your opinion. Like these guys make enough money. They don't need that. They, like you could offer that kind of money and they still wouldn't need it. I don't know if it's about need, though. It's, it's, I mean, these streamers, like, obviously, yes, it's great to get paid for, with sponsors and stuff like that, but I don't know, may, maybe I'm naive about it, but I feel like when they, when they do events like this, uh, like a Battlefield 5 event or something like that, and it says sponsored by EA, like, I feel like they, you know, they, they truly want to do it for the fans to be like, hey, this, this game is really good or it's really bad. And when they when they have that kind of conversation, when when they have that kind of opinion and it's very outright, they, you know, they can change the economic uprising or downfall of a game just based off mm. of like clips that you'll you'll see on Instagram, let alone YouTube. Oh, for sure. That's yeah, that's why it's like such a big risk for companies to like just invest in these guys. Well, I think it was I think it was smart. Yeah. No, I think it was really smart. I think they knew what they had. They knew they had something special. And so they're just like, you know, we, we are confident in our game. We'll show it off. And, and be- they're, they're still working on t- the Titanfall 3 as well. They're, they're like, they're, they're not. Well, they haven't said it's Titanfall. They just said they're working on the universe. But <laughs> I'm loving the people online that are like, oh, well, obviously they're just working on like videos or something. And it's like, what? Why would they do that? <laughs> Why would they take something that they have that is super special, super loved by the community, and just like, mm, nah. Like, Titanfall's gotten gotten like a bigger player base in the last uh, week because of... Uh, Apex. Thank you. Yeah. Well, if, uh, if I had a wish list, it would be cross-platform. And uh, ooh, cross platform would be so good on that game, right? Uh, be cross platform and those weekly slash daily achievements. You can have cross platform, but everyone will get the achievements and the challenges except for you. Aww, that's so mean. You know what they say: sucks to suck. So I don't know if you heard about this. According to TechCrunch, uh, there is a number of iOS apps that use the software called Glassbox which has been unknowingly screen recording users' phones without your knowledge. <laughs> so you might okay. think, oh, well, these are probably like apps that like nobody uses. Well, how about Air Canada? What about Expedia? Hotels.com and Singapore Airline. These are these are like like high high profiting highbrow apps that people use a lot and 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 the um, the purpose of glassbox is marketed uh to uh to people as a means for you to be able to uh to look at your users not like their their how passwords. they're using your app right exactly like where their eyes are going where their fingers are going how intuitive your app is yeah. but but 
it's not masking things properly. So it's screen recording everything. So if I oh, sent you geez. a text message, that would pop up and you would see it in the in, in the notification field. If I'm typing in my password number or my credit card number, of course, you have it in your database, but it's in your database hashed out. If you're watching the screen recording, you see all of it. So, of course, <laughs> this is uh this is this is bad. And how has Apple been receiving this? Um uh, Apple basically is uh they have responded with they're going to not allow apps that are using this service to be allowed in the uh, Apple ecosystem essentially or the, huh. the Apple App Store. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, um, yeah, it's it's just interesting, but it does make me wonder because this is not a hit piece on Apple. I don't I don't want you to think that this is the only reason why I bring it up. Because I wouldn't think so. Okay, well, I don't want anyone else thinking that. But because Android is so much more open, I wonder how many apps have something similar to that. Ooh. Yeah. I, I don't know if anyone's done any research on if Glassbox is even available on Android or not, but I wonder if there are other companies, because I don't think Glassbox is the the only one of its kind. It might have mm. its own patents of its own technology and things like, that, things like that, but being able to see how intuitive your application is being used and like A-B testings and stuff like that. Uh, I'm sure there's other apps and other overlays and SDKs that 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 you could throw into your application um, to be able to manage that and view that. And I wonder if Android has other things like that because you always hear about how uh, sometimes in on the in the Google Play Store there's a bunch of like gambling apps that are stealing your credit card information because. Uh, it's, it's, it has this malicious code in there that sends your, your numbers off to North Korea or something like that. Um, so it's like, oh, okay, great. There, here, here's Android not having a really good security, you know, check, uh, in the, uh, in the, in the store. But I wonder now if they're going to bump up their security check for things like this. Mm, try to cover their bases before they end up in the same situation. Well, yeah, or if they want, honestly... So let me ask you this. If if Google were to come out and say, hey, this happened to Apple, and we did a check, and we now have seven apps of our own that are using this service, sorry about that. We're, we're not going to allow that that kind of stuff to go on. I know you're not an Android user, but do you think that that would be better to kind of get in front of the story or just not bring it up at all and try to quietly kill those kinds of apps? What I would say is probably looking at like a risk reward kind of thing of like, I would like to not bring it up, but what are the odds of someone finding out and, you know, releasing it to the media? If it's any more than like a 1% chance, then I would be like hey we checked into it too and we've killed them all off already it, it's a it's a service it's why would it only be on ios it seems like something that would be on both android and ios well let's check if this is the same service glassbox careers at glassbox they are currently looking for a senior android developer <laughs> Um, at Glassbox. So yeah, they'll probably have something similar like this on Android if they don't already right now. Um, essentially, uh, Apple Apple's response is, uh, you know, our App Store guidelines require that apps request explicit user consent and mm-hmm. provide a clear visual indicator when recording. So in, and, and so for people who are listening, for driving or whatever, just look at your phone. Okay, actually, don't do that. Wait a second. <laughs> Hold on. Pull over. <laughs> okay, if you're not driving, look at your phone. And, you know, if you don't see any kind of blinking LED light or, or whatnot, that, that, that should mean that your phone isn't recording your screen or, or, or whatever that you are looking at, and you should be fine. But think of it now that actually, no, it is being recorded by some company let's say glass box in this, in this sense. And it's because you're using the jet blue app. And it's interesting that, that, that they're, they're name they're specifically naming, uh, travel sites and, and hotel companies, 
uh, that that's using Glassbox. But mm. I, I I'm sure other companies outside the travel industry are are using this because if I were an app developer, you definitely need to make sure that your app is as intuitive as you would want it to be. My idea of intuitiveness is very different than the average Joe. I think intuitiveness is like file trees and alphabetizing this stuff and and whatnot. But the average person's like, that's way too much and way too confusing. So hence why I'm not a uh, a front-end app designer. <laughs> but to, to have a solution like this, I can see that being very, very useful. But yeah, you need to be very clear-cut as to what you are installing and what you are allowing on your phone. And the fact that this app somehow circumvented the requirement of yeah, saying that's, I'm confused how they even did it on iOS. Now maybe I'm out of touch with iOS app development, but from my knowledge, Apple locks down so much. Like if you want access to the camera, the thing can't just access the camera. It has to ask permission or it never functions. Well, I mean, the camera is one thing, but this is recording the actual screen. And oh, no. well, I, I'm confusing. I'm I'm saying I'm I'm supporting your argument in that screen recording on iOS, like before, you had to jailbreak your phone, like it wasn't an easy thing, and or or to screen record your your phone, you had to connect it to your Mac and screen record it that way. It was this whole hodgepodge of a, of a thing to screen record your phone, and then through a recent iOS update, screen recording became like. Uh, not a standard, but uh, but an available feature that was allowed for everybody. So if you want to screen record like your Pokemon Go session or something like that, or like in Mixer, Mixer Create, um, or some of the other uh, other applications that let you screen record your games while you're playing them, they explicitly say hey by the way we're gonna record your screen now and you're like yeah of course i mean that's why i'm doing this and like okay but this is just like and on and record (laughs) (laughs) and there you go just just searching for hotels (laughs) yeah right so yeah he needs to know just be quiet (laughs) chloroform just let, it happen. Just let it happen. What's, go- What's going on? Why do I feel so woozy? Here's a hypothetical for you. Brain teaser. Yeah. If you were turned into a vampire, would you want your loved one to end you or to try and support you in your vampiric ways? Why would I want them to end me? That seems so... No. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> no, because I I feel like um if if vampire just just kind of throw just vampires are not real. Are, are we are we on the same page? Like they're not real. They're just myth and lore. Moving right along. Okay. <laughs> um, if they were real, uh, I feel like there's only so much that you can do to you know, lull a vampire to not go into its animalistic form and go crazy. And, you know, when you're asleep, I'm awake because I'm a vampire. And so I might go kill, you know, for blood, the next door neighbors. And do you want that on your conscious? Conscious? Do you, do you want to be? Yeah, that word. <laughs> Told you, I can't talk today. You want to be partly responsible for that? Because... Because you had the opportunity to kill me, but you didn't because I'm one of your best friends? No! Kill me! I totally get it! Kill me! And then you feel bad by killing me, but you also saved your whole neighborhood. Well, I mean, there. see, the, the issue then is, like, what kind of vampire are we talking about? I'm not a vegetarian, if that's what you're talking about. Well, no! <laughs> no way! That's so crazy, I never would have guessed! Ugh! No, obviously you're not a vegetarian, but like, what kind of vampire are we talking? Because there's vampires that are like, you know, you have to kill to live, but there's also ones that can just like feed and not kill their target. There's there's a whole bunch of different vampire types as far as I know. Okay, 
So if we're going with the lore that I can feed off of people, but I don't kill them, I'm still sucking their blood and they're very lethargic the next day and they have two holes in their neck. I mean, that's still going to raise an eyebrow. Well, also, there's still other kinds. Like, there's uh, vampires that don't have to do human blood. They need just blood. Okay, let's go on the assumption it has to be human blood. They okay. I, Like, I can't... Because I know in the uh, in the in, in the uh, in the Twilight Saga they were they tried to do uh, what's it called just animal blood and like one of the vampires like I hate this but it's the only way that we can keep living without attacking humans so that would be one way I'm X naying that like that's not even an option for for okay. for this hypothetical I have to do human blood and the only other thing that w- without me killing people would be getting blood from a donor bank but by definition, I could be killing people because I'm taking all the blood that would be going to people that need the blood. Okay, and what what's to say you have to take enough blood to make someone lethargic? Like, why can't you just take a small amount and, you know, make them not aware? Because yeah, I'm, I'm a growing boy. I, I, need, <laughs> I need a full meal. What are you talking about? <laughs> what vampires so- are you reading, watching, listening to that they're just like, oh, I'm just going to take a... Just a quick snack. Okay, I'm done. No, it's a whole thing. It's, it's like a whole thing. it's like uh, if, it's like the a movie. There was a movie that had the the uh, the vampires were trying to balance that and not be aggressive because they didn't want a war between the humans. It wasn't Twilight because, but no, what was it? It had Underworld. I don't know actors. Wow, <laughs> actors. Who would have thunk it? Not real vampires, you say? No, no, no. I don't know. Like, I don't know the names of actors. I couldn't tell you. Like, oh, it had. Was it Underworld? Matt. Uh, no. Okay. Was it the things we do after dark? Nope. No. Then I don't know. Yeah, but I know in this one they fed off of humans, but they only took enough to not bother anyone, and they'd usually do like really like people that uh, they wouldn't think twice about a bite on their neck, like farmers or something. They'd be like, "Oh, I got bit by a bug or something." I'm telling you right now, and I've already told my girlfriend this, and I'm telling you this right now. If I were to be turned. I would want you to end me because I wouldn't even want the slightest inclination to look at my daughter and say, ooh, tasty treat. No, 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 no. Stop that. Stop that. I wouldn't even want that going through my head. So just end me or or you can't shoot me off a, a cliff. I'll still live. You have to do it properly. But what if, what if what if it's not like that, though? Like what if you you are a vampire and you don't look at people like, ooh, tasty treat? It's just, uh, you know, you, that's how you live. But it's, it's just like, that, that's, that's I don't... the same as looking at a cow and being like, ooh, tasty treat. It's like, no, there's a lot more that goes into it. Well, no, that's not fair because as, as humans, we, no one looks at cows like that. We, we have to prepare it. But, but vampires don't prepare, you know, humans. They don't, they're not cannibals. They don't eat the actual humans. They just suck the blood. So right. I would just be looking around like, I'm enough see a uh, i'm in a buffet of blood here at the mall <laughs> like you can't take me anywhere i don't i don't know what vampires you're talking about where they're just like yeah i'll just eat when i'm hungry um i've, I've got blood stored at the, uh, stored at the house let's go to the movie theater i don't i don't know that kind of vampire uh of all the vampire lore that i've watched and, and read and listened to where they can confidently say, yes, all the humans around me are completely safe without there being some sort of upheaval of, oh, I smelt blood and now my animal instincts are overcoming and I can't fight it and my urges are too strong. I have to go suck blood off the first person that I see. Hey, the first person I see is my best friend. Bye bye, Quentin. Like I, that would, I would hate, I would hate for that. I well, would not okay, feel bad. Goes back if... to the original question of like, okay, you have a bloodlust and you absolutely need to to drink. Why do you have to drink to kill? Because that's what that's bloodlust. Those two words means that I you go rampant. There's no vampire that has bloodlust and just takes a couple of sips. Bloodlust generally means they will empty the body of blood, which by definition kills the body, right? Maybe there's a doctor in the house that could tell us I otherwise. Feel like you're overthinking this. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I'm just yeah, saying I... the fact that we have to go through all this is just so extremely frustrating that I'm just saying just end it. Though we don't have to talk about it, I'm telling you it's fine. You can talk about however what happens with you to Maddie and you deal with that. But with me, I don't even want to think about it. Just like end it. We'll play one thing of Apex and then we'll end it and we'll be good. We'll be good to go. <laughs> Just just drop me off. It'll be fine. <laughs> I 100% would be like, I'll, I'll deal with this. I'll figure out a way. It's not that I would give up. It's just I would be too scared that I, I would inflict pain on somebody that I love. So then just remove yourself from the situation, Tony. So are you so so by that then you're sending me off to the lands of Siberia. Yeah, go live in the lands of Siberia, figure out your issue and then come back. Yeah, but this issue cannot be dealt with the tissue. Like I can't just figure out my issue in the lands of Siberia that I'm surrounded by all these animals and be like, "Uh, I don't want to eat animal or suck animal blood." I'm going to ravage a nearby village, and then I'm that guy that creates that lore for hundreds of years. Like this random Filipino came to our house and he ate my whole, he killed my whole family, and then left. And now he's on YouTube. What the hell? I I feel like there's a lot more options for you than what you're saying. Well, I hope so, because the way that I look at it is that there is no hope. Once again, I keep saying each and every other other week. Uh, it has been awesome recording this podcast uh, with you, Quentin. And yeah, and all you guys that are listening on your normal podcasting cap- podcast catcher apps and things like that. Thank you very, very much. Anchor is starting to blow up. We have a lot of listeners on Anchor. So thank you very much if you're listening to us on Anchor. Uh, but for those who want to follow us digitally, Quentin, how can people follow you? On Instagram and Xbox at Firewall. As for me, you can find me on those places as well, too, uh, but under the username LazyTechTony. All the other links will be found in the podcast description down below or off to your right. And we will uh, talk to you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.